What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Cow Rocks Out show with me and Isaac. Uh, follow woo-hoo. us on yeah, woo-hoo. follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Twitter at the Rocks Out Show, Instagram at the Cow Rocks Out Show. My personal Cow Rocks Out, and then Isaac. I keep forgetting your handle, dude. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. It's uh, at Alegria Isaac on Twitter. That's the main one that I use for the most part. Woo! Finally, <laughs> yeah, it's been on there for like the last three episodes. <laughs> five episodes now, actually, yeah, I think it's been longer now. Oh yeah, and we are actually on Zoom this time, just because finals is over. Thank God, yeah, the semester is over, and I can't request microphones at this point, so we are on Zoom for the time being. But we will be back in person very, very soon. <laughs> Yes. Better than ever, baby. Dude, seriously, better than ever. I mean, we might end up being in the studio finally, which we yeah, have honestly, for a, a think, while. But yeah, yeah hell yeah. I'll, I'll be able to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like I've been in the studio and you haven't. So I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, man, school ruined all that stuff. It was like, I know, amazing. right? I think, I think we had to officially announce, though, that I know the last episode that we did release was for the new platform, Net Radio. Um, and everybody was kind of confused on that. And they do explain it a little bit in the Instagram bio. But uh, basically, we are going to be on Net Radio now. Uh, and I'm very, very excited. It's part of NSU Denver uh, College Party. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> woo, uh, college Rules. Uh, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I do have, we do have a lot of content coming up uh, in the upcoming year. Uh, and I think it's going to be awesome, like interviewing bands, like in the studio, uh, more performances, uh, that I anticipated, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I think I interviewed like two artists and bands already that performed in the studio and it sounds amazing. Uh, and getting that, uh, experience in the ra- in the studio too, is actually really cool. So I'm very excited for you, Isaac, to be in the studio because it, that's going to be sick. Heck yeah, yeah, dude. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Um, but yes, that, that's like the official announcement because I don't think I officially announced the new platform. But um, we're still going to be doing the same trip. Uh, soundtrack's the same. The interviews are the same. Our ridiculousness shit is the same. Uh, we're and, still the same. Yeah, we're still the same. I'm, I'm getting older, but I'm still the same. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but we are back for now uh, in our regular... Uh, programming because i know we were like in a rush on that episode uh and uh but we are back with going on a tangent in our conversations and shit um even on zoom uh <laughs> so Isaac, where it is. i feel like it's been a while though since we like asked each other like how we've been uh yeah. but i since we've like finished school and stuff do you feel relieved uh yes i yes. feel super relieved honestly i like i was telling you i feel like at this point now that like you know finals are done you're getting mm-hmm. into that point and it's like like oh i have free time now this is weird <laughs> like it's so odd like even today like i was like hey let's look at the new releases and just check out all these new songs and stuff and it's like i feel yeah. like i've been slacking on being able to do that so often yeah. just like trying to like keep all of my stuff ready for finals and whatnot yeah. and now that finals are over i'm like time to relax time to chill get ready yeah. for the holiday season and then get going oh yeah and it's funny because christmas is like like around the corner yeah like, dude it like it literally came like it snuck up on you like the dwight meme like oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know exactly what you're yes, you can hear the meme <laughs> yeah 
Can you hear? Angela came up to you next to you real quick. Do you, you know, speaking of, I, well, not speaking of Dwight, but like it just popped in my head. I seen a trailer for this new Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, Start man. like starring Nicolas Cage as himself. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it or not, but like it's basically yeah, it's basically about him and uh the guy that plays the Mandalorian, I forget his name, uh, but he's in it and he's like a big fan of Nicolas Cage. And when I watched the trailer for it, it was on TikTok. And I was just like, what the f-? I, I thought it was a joke, but it's not a joke. It's not <laughs> a joke. Legit. It's a legit movie. It comes out in February. And, oh, wow. That's really fast. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is a weird ass movie. And I'm like, I mean, am I going to watch it? Probably when it comes on demand. But uh... <laughs> honestly, though, like at least they're getting a little bit more original with movies. I feel like in the last like two years, you know, like they overkilled the old stuff and trying to remake it. But like at least they're trying to make something new. Right. Like, like West Side Story. <laughs> No, yeah, really original with that it, one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen the new one yet, and I really want to. But you know, I'm familiar with the old one because I, you know I've seen that millions of times, yeah. and you know here I am, you know, seeing that the new movie is out, whatever. And the reason why I want to see the new one is because of Ansel Elgort, because you know Baby Driver, you know The Fault in Our Stars, you know, and uh, I mean hopefully it's good but it won't be like the original you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> i mean original. it's like the same thing like people are like oh look there's the new matrix coming out and i was like that's all yes. you know like dandy and great but mm-hmm. like my personal opinion yeah if you're gonna redo an old movie like this yeah all i have to say is don't screw it up you right. can't screw up the original you have to make an effort to make it somewhat interesting to the people mm-hmm. that have seen the older movies and like know all of the different standards for these movies like mm-hmm. you need to meet that like if yeah. you don't don't bother yeah exactly and the new matrix looks that ass dude like yeah there's <laughs> a lot of movies that look really good honestly that i'm really excited for well let me tell you what i will have to say that i've seen the new spider-man Two uh, times already. Two times. I've seen it two times already. That's how good it is. Tuesday. Tuesday, I go I, see it. You see it Tuesday. I know. And then you told me. Uh, so I will keep it spoiler free for everyone here, uh, including you, Isaac. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man dies now. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> actually, that would suck if we did. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to say this. It is a great movie. It's the best Spider Man ever, really. I'm telling you. It's the best. Out of Spider-Man. all of them. Out of all of them, I'm telling you, this is the best wow, one. That's that's a big statement. Right it there, really man. is. Like it's the best one you will ever see. And and honestly, I don't know how the MCU can top this movie. Like really, I don't know how they're gonna oh, wow. do it. Like it was the best. It came out really perfectly. Um, if your theories and all that shit was true, uh, you will be happy. But I mean. Go without expectations for sure because you know don't be expecting like anything to like whatever. But um, I, you won't be disappointed either way. You will not be disappointed. It's everything that uh, it's just it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking awesome. I've seen it two times, and I tried to go like to the IMAX, you know, Dolby Cinema, whatever. But all of it was sold out, so you know I had to see it like in the original format, whatever. 
Uh, it, it's still good. No matter like what screen you see it on, it's awesome. The storyline is great. It's emotional. Uh, I cried like four or five. Yeah, I cried four or five times. Like, yeah, oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, you're like, oh man, I'm in for, I'm in for a ride, bro. I'm gonna bring like the little little package of the mini tissues to go. Oh my god, Grady <laughs> West. Yeah, just sit in there like. <laughs> Okay, like oh, dude, it, it's sick, dude. I think it's it, it's like the best movie of the year for sure because, God, I mean, you know, I, yeah. let's just say that we should be thankful that Disney bought Fox or Marvel bought Dis. Wait, hold on. I didn't say Disney that bought Marvel. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. I can't I, talk I'll out with you. Disney bought Marvel. <laughs> From that standpoint, yes. I will say they've done a pretty bang up job. Yeah, there's certain yeah. points where I disagree. Yeah, but they're very minimal points that I don't even care to, you know, say yeah. because yeah. they've done a pretty well job of keeping up with making sure the MCU is taken care of. Yeah, seriously, like I mean, it's like even like with the whole Sony deal too, like you know the deal that they yeah. with Sony and Fox, you know, like they've goddamn dude, like I mean, I'm I'm hoping that I'm alive long enough to see all this shit unfold on screen because. <laughs> God, you could take that long. Yeah, right. I, dude, I'm telling you, like, I mean, well, think about, like, you know, like ten years. You know, we're seeing. Yeah, I guess that's you know, fair. they changed yeah. a lot in the last ten years. Either. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, that's also with the purchase of Marvel too. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I mean, like, you think about, like, you know, with the MCU starting, like, I mean, basically the Hulk was the first one to start, but, yeah. uh, you know, Iron Man to, you know, Captain America and all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I mean wow i mean marvel knows what they're doing right now and it's like it's pretty good stuff god damn some quality work yeah it's like chef's, chef's kiss <laughs> chef's kiss yeah chef's kiss uh <laughs> yeah no you won't be disappointed dude i think it's a great movie um and uh I, I know there's like a lot of great movies coming out too like morbius coming out that's gonna be a good one um, I know Sonic 2 is coming out pretty soon. Hey, hey. That's gonna be I tight. like that first one. That first one was really good. Yeah, the first one was awesome. Jim Carrey is wow in that movie. Oh, yeah, he did a great job on that. Yeah, movie, it was honestly. awesome. But like, there's like a lot of movies coming out that's just like, uh, like, like top holiday movie for that man is the the Grinch. Oh, dude, chef absolutely. absolutely. You know what's really funny. Uh, I don't know if you see it on TikTok or whatever. I, it was on the news the other day, but there's a Grinch impersonator that's uh, really popular right now. I think he's in. California? They had, yeah, they had. I know over the past couple of years, I mean, they like they had one guy. I want to say it was in the UK because of his accent a little bit, but like I've yeah. seen videos of him like walking around and like you know quoting movies part or movie parts of the Grinch, and I'm like, wow, like yeah. that's pretty spot on honestly like the fact that like even the gesture like down to the gestures of like him just walking or whatever yeah. like like oh this dude's put a lot of effort into this yeah, yeah there's, there's people that put like that's their job they don't care that's their yeah. description and they did they they fulfilled the assignment <laughs> yeah and they were they knew the assignment <laughs> uh so anyways uh i'm glad that you're doing good guys like uh you know, because I know it's been kind of a, I mean, it hasn't been a while, but it's, it's been a minute. Um, it's been a minute, hot minute. But, dude, this podcast is going to be awesome next year, dude. Like, yeah. God, we got so many guests you'd lined up, man. It's going to be great. 
Um, yeah, we're still getting more. <laughs> I know. It's like, what the... Um, I know you mentioned before we start recording and whatnot uh, that you were in a class with uh, Love 45's uh, singer's wife? Yeah. Something like that, yeah, right? So, yeah, I just, just took a class and uh, ended up meeting somebody in that class that was uh, his wife. And we were talking about I, somehow music came into the topic and she was like, yeah, my, my husband makes music. And I was like, Oh really? And like, so I ended up talking for a little while, come to find yeah. out he's the lead singer of love 45. And she, awesome. you know, she was just talking about it. Yeah. You know, small world and trying to get that going. And I just mentioned like, Hey, we do a podcast. So like trying my hardest, we'll try to see. Hopefully Let's, go. Soon, so. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> that'd be sick. Dude. And yeah, like, dude, I, that'd be really cool. Yeah, and I mentioned to you, like, you know, I knew Love 45, like, from way back then, you know, like, when Single File was a band and and all that. And I was just like, whoa, mind-blown that this world is small. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, like, if anybody really hasn't heard them, if you look on the uh, playlist that we have going for the podcast, I did add one song in there specifically that I personally love, Superhero. And if you want to check that out, just to kind of, you know, get a little glimpse they are very well done, honestly. And oh, yeah. I was very thoroughly impressed with the music. And I, I mean, like I'm a little speechless on some of it, but yeah. I mean, honestly, he did a really good job with it. So I That's think awesome. if you feel up to it, check it out. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Yes. Like we have to plug in our playlist, dude. Like finally we have an official Spotify playlist that you can find on the Kyle Rocks Out show, Instagram or Twitter, wherever you want. Uh, and it's in our link tree with yep. everything on there. And the Spotify playlist is on there called the Rockout Jams. Yeah. I listen, I actually have been listening to it every day, honestly. It's like my honestly, yeah, yeah, dude, you find like I think every once in a while, like I feel like, wow, that was a, I don't remember that song being in there. And then yeah, yeah. some good ones. But like lately, I've just been finding some really good new music even. So I know, like, right? We need to add to, some more in. Yeah, we need to add some more music in, dude. We gotta we gotta add that new knuckle puck shit. Like we gotta Yeah, add, Levitate. Like, Such a good song. If you haven't heard that song either, Levitate by Knuckle Puck. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal. And we just <laughs> got tickets to their show, so that's gonna be sick. Heck yeah. You know, would, be you know what would be really cool if we got this podcast at that show? To interview every band that's there. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't even care if it's just all the bands. Even yeah. if it's just Knucklebug, I'd be happy. Yeah, right? I know, that'd be sick, Duke. Uh, but, you know, uh, I would have to look into that. But <laughs> that'd be sick. We'll see. We'll see. We'll but see. Folks. No matter what, though, the show is going to be sick. Woo, let's Heck go. Yeah. As you know, that me and Isaac are really huge Knucklebug fans. So it's going to be really tight. Yeah. Plus, with Hot Mulligan, dude. Yeah, it'll yeah. be cool. Let's go. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, hey, we got a good show for you today. Uh, we have two more shows of this year. Uh, this one, and we got uh, the top 10 albums of 2021. Once again, like yeah. last year with me, you, Jessica, and her husband now, Graham, uh, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, they're going to be on the show with us for the top 10 albums of 2021. Uh, it's going to be awesome, and you can look for that yeah. uh, hopefully next week. Uh, but uh, right now, it's just me and Isaac. Uh, like usual, uh, we got our guest, uh, musical guest, 
uh, they're not going to play or anything, but uh, All Systems Go is going to be on the show uh, today or tonight. Um, and uh, they're really good band. They're from, I think, New Jersey, I would have to say. Uh, I'm just winging at the top of my head right now. Uh, but they're really great guys. They sound like brand new mixed with like neck deep a little bit. Like, I mean, they got like the old school clock and new school clock mix. Uh, really great guys. Uh, they really seem really fun to hang out with too. Uh, when I talk to them, uh, really great guys. Uh, but without further ado, it's time for our favorite segment, the soundtrack. With the, the soundtrack. I, the soundtrack with no introduction music at all, like usual. <laughs> I, I like I like it that way. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I like it that way. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just leads in perfect. Absolutely. So. Uh, today we're gonna start out with uh the one and only, and uh, actually I'm kind of surprised that Isaac doesn't know this. Uh, Sam and Colby, uh, are big, huge YouTube stars, and they, you know, do like haunted house shit. You know, they go on like adventures and shit, whatnot. They talk to ghosts and shit. It's uh, it's awesome. They do treasure hunting, whatever. Uh, and and the people that do know who Sam and Colby is. Uh, you probably know already that Cody Brock has a new song called Skin. And uh, I was actually kind of shocked when I heard the song uh, when it came out, because I was just like, this is Cody Brock, like, singing? Like, what? Uh, a YouTube star singing? Like, Rebecca Black? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's kind of cool because it's not your typical, like, Rebecca Black Friday song, okay? It's like, we're talking about, like, pop punk emo shit and i was shocked that this song is i mean i i like it because you know it's our kind of music but um i mean it it was very shocking and uh i just had to play it on the soundtrack and uh if you don't follow colby brock on instagram whatever you can follow him at colby brock on instagram and twitter and then his youtube channel with sam uh at sam and colby uh, I think it's just Sam and Colby on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but we had the his uh, single called Skin. And uh, let me know what you think, Isaac, about this uh, when we play it. Uh, here it is Heck on yeah. the Cowbox Out show on the soundtrack. She said you don't know me. Sharp words that I just can't believe. Fake friends are wannabe. Smile lie behind our teeth. So unzip my soul and let me be the person nobody else is. Under the lights, it's hard to breathe, but I'm holding it in now. Just wait until the walls come down. I'm breaking out. Cause I can't forgive myself if I'm just a servant to my big 
Kobe Brock with Skin, everybody, uh, on the Car Rocks Out show, uh, the soundtrack. Isaac, what do you think? I like it, honestly. So this one, like, usually I have a good comparison, and I honestly really don't for this one, but I will really? say you, your first one that you gave, Knuckle Puck, yeah. I would say, like, lyrical-wise, yes. Yeah. I feel like that was very spot on, but the tone that he's singing in and the you know all of the musical side of it and everything mm. it's just a little different and it's all i'm not saying in a bad way like it's in a great yeah. way it's just not something that i feel like i can peg to like compare to somebody which is cool because like mm. i said usually i have one band to compare to but besides lyrical wise i would say maybe neck deep would be my only comparison to yeah that. i was about to say it's like the music uh musical aspect of it is like really like original like you know yeah like, it's like, it really is yeah it's like something that you normally don't hear it's like not your typical like pop punk or like no. you know you know and it's also not like your high like your high pitch screaming it's more mm. of like a lower tone in the like kind of more grunting side of it i guess yeah. is the best way to say it so it's not like you know what you would get in your more heavy metal type of rock it's more like it's still pop punk but with a mm. little bit more of that i, I don't want to call it grunge but just a little bit more deeper tone to it so yeah i don't know it, it, it is yeah. kind of it's in it's in its own like line of work almost yeah, and it's very interesting coming from, like, a YouTube star that does, like, just a bunch of shit with the guy Sam, you know, that does, like, you know... Yeah, that is really weird to hear. Very interesting. Well, like, you know, and I, I kind of knew that he was, like, an emo kid because, you know, the way he dresses, the way he looks like, you know, he just, like, has that emo look. So it kind of makes yeah. sense, but at the same time, like, I never thought he was, like, wow, I didn't know you were a singer dude like <laughs> what yeah he did pretty good honestly like i like it it was different that's yeah. why i think it makes it that unique yeah i, I kind of hope that we hear more from him uh musical wise like instead of seeing him on youtube uh but yeah. if you guys don't know who santa colby is uh check it out they got their youtube santa colby uh they got like their merch line they got i mean they do a bunch of shit for youtube but him too like you know he's doing the music stuff now what now which is cool uh you can follow him called grok twitter and instagram um and uh yeah hopefully we hear some new music from him. uh but next on the soundtrack uh is actually uh an up-and-coming uh artist uh that i found on instagram actually not on tiktok this time <laughs> uh, so that's <laughs> that's kind of new because you know every time that we find new music is on TikTok or whatever. Uh, I actually found this chick on Instagram and she kind of sounds like, you know, the new pop punk, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Kind of nice, you like Nessa Barrett almost, uh, but her name's Lolo. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram, Twitter at the same name, Lolo. And she has her album called Overkill. And it's the EP. It's out now on iTunes and Spotify everywhere. Uh, and we are actually going to play the song called Hurt Less. Um, she has a music video for it as well. You can watch her on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, let's do it. It's on the Kyle Rocks Out show on the soundtrack. You make me feel like I'm a piece of shit Every time we're in love, then we're not And there's no explanation You're like nicotine, I gotta quit It's enough to make me sick Like I'm throwing up in your basement Fuck with my mind like it's your job Manipulating me till my heart stops Just every word I've ever said Maybe try this instead You could stab me in the eye You could kick me 
miserable Wanna crawl in a hole in the ground Six feet down, never come out You're a demon sucking out my soul Spit me out on the floor Like a bad taste in your mouth Fuck with my mind like it's your job Isaac, thoughts? Honestly, I really like it. I don't, I'm trying to, so I can't remember the exact name for the band that we did a while back. I want to say it was Royal and the Serpents. Oh, hell yeah. Royal and the Serpent, dude. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. I was right. Oh, good. So the voice sounds pretty similar to that aspect a little bit. Also with kind of flyleaf almost is kind oh, of the yes. aspect I kind of got in there. Absolutely. But I will say their guitar player, I dig i really yeah. like the guitar it's like, that, like but yeah 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 oh, it yeah. was cool dude like i liked it because it was kind of also like a softer listen it wasn't like oh whoa that was pretty like yeah out there kind of thing but like yeah it was pretty well put together honestly I, mm-hmm. but they like i think that would be the two closest i could compare to that for that type of listen yeah that's awesome I, you know what i think the same way too because like when i heard that song you know for sam because i seen like the video on instagram or whatever uh and you know i was just like wow this is actually kind of cool you know and i downloaded the whole ep like on my phone yeah. and i was like the song's actually really cool like like her other songs are pretty cool too but i was just like this sounds like royal and the serpent with like all the other ones that we got introduced to like this year too you know like yeah all the, like the new like kind of like the new generation of like Demi Lovato, pop you know, it's, I mean? like a pop, like, it's a girl pop punk, dude. Yeah, the girl pop punk, you know. So like, you got like Demi Lovato vibes in the new generation, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's. I think that's just like becoming such a strong suit for pop punk lately. Is like female singers, and like I'm cool with it. Like a lot of them yeah. are actually really good. Oh yeah. I mean, like you got pretty are pretty reckless. I mean, yeah. like all of these bands that you know are starting to come a little bit more into the light now that we're getting mm. farther and farther into the years with pop punk. Yeah. But like at least within the last year i feel like we've you know gone over a lot more female singer bands and they're you know they're hitting all the marks they need to mm-hmm. yeah i agree so, i agree i'm digging it yeah i dig it too so you can check out lolo on twitter instagram the same name 
uh, check out her EP uh, out everywhere now and check out the Hurt Less video on YouTube. And uh, if you guys want to be on the soundtrack or be on the podcast in general, uh, email us at kylevoxout21 at yahoo.com. Uh, and me and Isaac always love to hear new music. Uh, yeah. Whatever you guys got, um, we love it. We love it coming our way. Uh, and shout out to, uh, if, I, if I didn't say this before, uh, shout out to Nagan. Uh, for getting us like all the people that we've been getting lately uh and even like new music itself like it's just awesome uh and Heck, uh, yeah and also thank thanks to everybody you know that's been listening to us for the past what two years now i mean it's yeah. uh, it's been wild uh and i'm very grateful for everybody tuning in all the time listening to me and isaac grant about marvel shit music shit <laughs> Uh, all Batman. of our day-to-day living <laughs> yeah, you know, everyday living uh, and uh, I'm really excited for the future uh, I think it's going to be really great um, but yes uh, uh, other than that though uh, when we come back we're going to take a break uh, when we come back we will be with All Systems Go uh, and we'll talk to them about their shit uh, that they released uh, and all that good stuff so don't go away and uh, we'll see you on the flip side
So, hey, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Cow Rocks Out show. I would like to introduce you to the band from Galren, New Jersey. I Hopefully I said that right. Uh, all Systems mm-hmm. Go. Uh, and uh, this band is actually really, really good. Uh, I listened to a couple songs. Uh, I'm, I'm in love already. Um, and, you know, this show is all about, you know, and pop punk. So, of course, I'm loving the jams and, and all that. So, uh, would you guys want to introduce yourselves and what your instrument uh, do you play in the band and and all that sure so i'm matt and i play guitar and sing hello i'm dean i play the bass and i'm joe and i play the drums and we're waiting on devin who also sings and plays guitar sweet that's awesome and and so uh you guys actually have a lot of stuff going for you guys uh and you guys have been working with nick from man overboard uh, on a couple tracks or a few tracks, I would say. Uh, you guys want to tell us a little bit about how that happened? Yeah, sure. So Nick used to work at a studio down, his studio down in Hamilton, New Jersey, which is a little bit further south from us, um, called the Lumberyard. I, I think it was him and Ace Enders from the early November who like either like co-owned or like, or he worked with Ace or something like that. But our buddy Chris from the band Afton, shout out to Chris and Guinevere. They're both awesome people. Um, he was like interning uh, with, uh, with Ace or like, like shadowing him like in his studio. Cause he was, he had an interest in like producing stuff too. Like he, he's a sound, he's a sound engineer and he records like local artists too in his, in his studio. So I found out from him in like October or November in 2020 that, um, that Nick was moving or like Ace was leaving and Nick was moving up to working, uh, or getting his own room at the Gradwell house and had in Heights, New Jersey, which is where we recorded. And, like we all live in like different parts of South Jersey now, but it's like that studio is like an even like 20 minutes, like from each of us. Well, when Joe was home, at least, you know, mm. um, but it was really close and it was like, yeah, Chris was like, yeah, he wanted, he wants to start recording like, you know, up and coming bands or like local pop punk bands or, you know, people that want to work with them and stuff like that. And we felt that that it was in our best interest to reach out to him. Cause like, I guess, you know, just working, being able to work with them would be great, you know? <laughs> so that's how that got started. That's awesome. I actually like Ace from the early November. I, I've seen the early November, like, so many times, I would have to say. <laughs> Such a great <laughs> band. That's actually really cool. You guys, like, hooked up with Nick, though, because uh, when I was reading about, like, you know, the songs and stuff, I was just like, wow, Nick from Nan Overboard, that's pretty, pretty legit. Um and uh, how you guys have formed um, when you guys were in high school, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and you guys had some lineup changes or it has been the same ever since? So Joe and I are uh, have since joined um, after the inception of All Systems Go. Uh, when they first formed, they were called But We Aren't Canadian. I think that was, that was in 2013, right? Like way back? 2011 and 2013 that was that was the name of our band in high school okay and then uh, when they got back together uh that's when all systems go started um um augie baptista and kyle melvin were the bassist and drummer beforehand and um eventually uh joe and i came to uh fill in their big shoes and uh here we are yeah joe joined when we were like four or five shows deep into all systems go and dean joined in late 2019 Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I actually want to start playing some songs from you guys. And 
the song that caught my eye, the first one that I heard from you guys was called No One Does Homecoming Like Us. And that uh, came out recently. Uh, and you guys can check it out on Spotify, every, everywhere you stream your music. Uh, would you guys mind if I play it? Go for it. Not at all. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, before we want, uh, before we get into the song, do you guys want to tell us like the meaning behind the song and, and the process of it? Yeah, sure. So this song is essentially like our version of pop punk band hates hometown type of song. Cause you know, that's like the recurring theme or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, I wrote this uh, uh, basically at the beginning of 2021 and it's basically about how I was feeling like kind of stuck in, a, in like, you know, being stuck in our hometown. We grew up in a great hometown, but the thing about it is like, um, you know, sometimes you just need it in life. You just need like a change of pace sometimes. And that's how I was feeling when I wrote this song. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's do it, dude. Uh, the Kyle Rocks Out show here is awesome. Let's go with no one does homecoming like us. Let's do it.
it sounds good on these earphones. I'm like, I can hear my whole bass line and everything. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> like, good, good. That, just the fade is what gets me. The fade. It's, look at that. The feedback. Woo! Let's go. Let's oh, yeah, fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like that, that song, though, is like legit, like pop, like the true pop punk scene on how it is. <laughs> Do you guys, okay, so do you guys think that, you know, with pop punk, you know, because it's always been like, I hate this town, blah, 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 blah. You guys think that's overrated or it's like, so you washed guys... up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, do you guys like think that's <laughs> overrated? Like, I mean, uh, how you guys feel about like just that in general? I point to me, Dean. No, I'm pointing <laughs> to Joe, actually. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm personally me. I'm always a fan of having a new take on things. Uh, I was the crazy one that did like weird time signatures in my song. So uh, I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask there, but I think it was, we were really appreciative of the opportunity to kind of put a spin on it, you know? And I know Matt always talks about with this song, it's something that's really relatable to a lot of people. Like, you know, I don't really hate this town so much, but like, it's not for me anymore. Like it's not as good as it was time to move on. That's sort of, a lot of us are kind of in that area of life. Now we hope it's kind of relatable to the audience as well. People listening. Mm-hmm. Look, watch it's actually Riley and not Devin. Oh, looking good with the, uh, the blonde hair, dude. I think he's still connecting to the audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's, all good. it's on Riley's phone. <laughs> That's funny. That's that's probably why. <laughs> He's like, there, oh, he oh, there he is. Hey. He's muted right now. Aww. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, perfect. There we go. How we doing, fellas? Hey, good. We just listened to Homecoming. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Devin, uh, tell us uh, how do you feel about the uh, the pop punk cliche of. Uh, you know, not really liking your town and wanting to move out, but you love your friends, but you don't like your town. How do you feel about that? Give us your take on it. Well, I don't like my friends, so fuck <laughs> um, them all. There's another new take. <laughs> oh, I, I left town probably at, at 17, 18 years old, so I got out the minute I could, to be honest. Wow. <clears throat> You just like fuck that. Uh, that's pretty much how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm I was over it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I uh actually uh was curious like to know do you guys uh go to emo night like a lot? Are you guys like usual attendees for that event or no? I don't think I've ever well, I mean, one of our friends in a band locally threw like a local DIY emo night, which is pretty cool, but I don't think I've been to like one of the major ones. Like we're we're right across the bridge from Philly and they happen all the time, but mm-hmm. probably something to check out. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you guys uh do you guys like that emo night is a thing since now it's like really mainstream now? Like I mean at first it was kind of like just a hangout, but now it's like more mainstream and people are like, you know, having that um like nostalgia with like you know all the emo stuff whatever do you guys think it's cool or still cool like to have that or anytime i'm driving and like fallout boy comes on on spotify if i'm in the car with someone that's either 10 years younger than me or 10 years older than me i'm like hey you know this is the music of my people man like (laughs) like you know this is like it's like like emo that's 
that's like kind of like the the anthem of a generation like i mean i won't like people from like all walks of life like you know when you put on like you know uh like mr Brightside, it's like oh like <laughs> there it is like everybody knows like that song pretty much so like um you know so i i'm not surprised i'm pleasantly surprised that it it's endured this long and i'm glad that people still come together and like listen to like the you know to like jam out to like the classic tunes of uh, the emo era so uh, not that there's not great uh pop punk music being released you know even nowadays but uh mm-hmm. What are, you, what are you guys listening to these days? Like, what have you been jamming out to lately? I gotta check, like, my on repeat on Spotify, because I feel like a... I'd say first off, Hot Mulligan. Second. That's that's Ooh. the uh, usual go-to. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't go wrong Probably with those guys. Yeah. At least 10 songs a day by them. Uh, fan of Pop Jeans. Um, nice. Like, Driveways, uh, Microwave. Uh, Origami Angel is one of my favorites now. I need to check them out. Yeah, other than that, it's a lot of local music. It's uh, anything that bands we play with, even bands like Mm -hmm. with small drawings, like I just find myself attracted to their music because they can uh, put out more personal stuff, more, you know, stuff that I've never heard before. Right. Yeah, I'm still getting into uh, some of this year's releases. There were a lot of great releases last year that I still can't stop listening to, like uh, Self Care by Yours Truly. Shout out to Joe for uh, hooking us on that album. It was um, Matt, actually, but I also <laughs> Oh, was it Matt? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, Self Care by Yours Truly is like 10 uh, out of 10. Like, yeah, that's an instant classic. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, um, yeah. You know, Nightwish and Trivium both put out great albums last year. Trivium put out another awesome album this year. So I've been like bumping them. I was never really into them, but now I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm sold, sold on them. So mm-hmm. it grew on you a little bit, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. My, uh, my bass teachers band, uh, TWRP, um, they are putting out a new album in like a month. I still been like listening to them all the time. So, but yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, in addition to <laughs> and in addition to um yours truly which matt turned us on to uh i'm a big fan of state champs as well and then outside oh, yeah. of pop outside of pop punk i've been playing a lot of uh the punch brothers recently oh okay like nice nice you guys uh prefer local shows over big shows or it depends i mean you know. yeah it really yes, depends they're cheaper yeah, I'll take a local show over a big show that I'm like sitting in the stands at. Mm-hmm. A big show for like one of my favorite bands where I'm in standing room, you know, I don't think anything really beats that. But like, I'll take a local show where I'm like right up front, like, you know, we're all singing along to Fried Rice by Sweet Echo. I'll take that over <laughs> like, you know, I'm watching like, I don't know, like, like Fall Out Boy or whatever, like a million miles away from the actual band. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, something like that. That's actually pretty cool. I uh, I actually want to know uh, what your guys' writing processes are like because you guys seem like really cool dudes and like really chill. Thank like you. You, yeah, you guys <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know like uh, you know probably like mess around with everything. You're like oh, we can get some work done. Like how is that in the studio with you guys and like or even like just messing around and stuff. Like what is the 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 environment? 
our writing process. I feel like any time that we get stuff done writing wise, it's like one out of like 20 different tidbits that like makes it into like the group chat that makes it into us like sharing it at practice because we definitely like have a lot of tidbits of little things but like i don't know because you know how some bands like they'll write like 50 songs and then narrow it down to 10 Mm -hmm. or something like that like we're the opposite of that so like everything that we have and like have in store and stuff like that is like like not like for to us songs aren't like a commodity do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like only a few actually make it into like band practice. Um, but pretty much since like we live, we're all, we all live separately and like we have band practice, like most of the time, like only if really, if we need to mm-hmm. um, most of the time, it's all virtual. Like we have Google drive, share stuff to the chat when we come up with stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Would you, would any of the guys like to add to, to that? Yeah. Um, I'd say it's like more so in lines like one of us will be sitting alone, come up with something, and we would put it in a file, and somebody else would come listen to it. Usually, that person that comes along, Matt, and uh, here's what we have, and okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do with what you guys came up with. Um, but adding on to what I was saying about us doing a lot more like quality over quality and people have bands that put out music and then every song sounds the same whereas we would take 20 ideas that sound the same and just make it one song instead of having you know 20 different songs i totally forgot about that actually yeah that's a that's a good point Mm -hmm. like yeah there's stuff that's like hey this could be a song this could be a song this could be a song that like i think this has happened too with like like sunset essentially like it's all like different four or five different ideas it's like oh just change the key of this one and then all of it becomes just one song and then all of a sudden you have like five different tidbits or like 20 different tidbits five of them into one song and then you know then suddenly there's only like 15 or 12 other things that could be used like elsewhere kind of thing Mm -hmm. that's awesome and um yeah yeah and ironically you mentioned like you do we get anything done but when we're writing i feel like and particularly when we finally get into all the same room and start figuring out a song, I, th- I feel like we get really laser focused, you know? Now practice, practice is a whole other story. That's more right. like, okay, what's up? We're playing our songs, screwing around a little bit. Yeah, sure, we'll run this one. But when we're writing, we're like, we're locked in on it. I don't know why, but that's pretty much how it's It's, been. Very, it's very hard to finish this song when us four are not together. But that's usually when things are finalized or like near completion is us four in a room. Otherwise, those songs never get done. Mm. That's pretty cool. And you guys uh, mentioned uh, Sunset. And I actually want to play the song that actually is going to be out when this episode actually comes out. Uh, So (laughs) we don't have to do like, yo, it's coming soon. Uh, But uh, it's actually a very interesting title if I can actually pull it up. It's called The One where they ride off into the sunset, which is actually not a long title, but <laughs> would you guys want to tell us a little bit about that new single? Devin. Uh, I guess yes, the song that I wrote for my thing now, um, it's something I wanted to give her, I felt, but I not want to write an acoustic song, so it's the very up and something that she would like as well. 
and uh, those are just the context of the song. Cool. Would you guys uh, mind if I play it? Go for it. Let's do it. Man. Go for it. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Woo!
I was going to say when you when we were talking earlier about uh, like what have we been listening to lately? I like just got into Four Years Strong. Like I'm like 15 years late on that. Really? Yeah. Like we had one of our songs on our previous EP compared to them, and I'm like, huh. I've never like I've heard of them, but I never actually like listened to. And then I heard Heroes Get Remembered, Legends Never Die, and then from there it's just like their whole first album is great. Their second oh, yeah. album is great. And- mm-hmm. So yeah. you are not four years strong. You are actually 11 years behind. behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever the opposite strong. of strong is. <laughs> 11 years strong. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's better late than never, I would always say, because, you know, there's some bands in the pop punk scene, emo scene, uh, that I that I heard of, but I never listened to them until like a few years later. I'm like, wow, this is actually a good band, you know. And then I'm like, oh, I need to see these guys live. And they're like, you know, who's their first show? You know, I'm like, oh, hey, this is my first show, you know. <laughs> um, speaking of concerts, um, I know uh, I didn't really talk about any of this with my previous guest because it just happened recently. Um, but everybody's talking about the Travis Scott incident that happened uh, last weekend uh and i want your guys's take on like what you guys think about shows in general because you know in the pop punk scene if somebody gets hurt whatever immediately a band or an artist like stops the show to you know make sure you know everybody's okay and whatnot um and i'm just curious on what you guys think and like what concert goers you know event staff everybody should do now since that incident happened what can they do to take those precautions i mean uh you know just uh speaking thoughtfully i think um sometimes you just got to recognize that uh, really bad things happen to otherwise decent people um you know i i think it would be inappropriate to point fingers at the people in the crowd and be like well this person was responsible for the trampling and this person blah 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 you know uh I think the uh, the people managing the venue and um, you know arguably the artist as well. I don't I don't know for a fact um, how uh, responsible he was. Um, I've only heard like hearsay. I think they uh, should have done a better job um, making sure everybody was safe. Um, as for the people in the crowd, you know, I mean, it happens when you have that many people together. I I personally don't think it's appropriate to like point fingers at any of them. So mm-hmm. that's a good take on it. What do you guys think? I was recently, I saw um, August Burns Red recently um, at Franklin Music Hall in Philly, and mm-hmm. they played with uh, like uh, Fit for a King, like Mods to Flames and Era. So that's, you know, that show where I, I was fortunate enough to um, get a free ticket and be in the front row for that show. So the whole time it was like from the back could feel the mosh pits and like the walls of death, like, like pushing up against the barriers and stuff and the whole time it's like the event staff is helping us push crowd surfers over our head because it's front and center mm-hmm. but i think with this there's a lot of talk about how like they compared what happened here to like oh it happens at metal shows all the time or something like that or like and i, th- I don't think that's true because like when i was there at least anybody who was like crowd surfing or like and or doing stuff like that and it was like there was a certain amount of just like um distaste for anybody who was going over our heads and like kicking their feet or something like that like obviously trying to cause harm and like knowing 
the fan bases of the bands that I was seeing, it's like that it, it wouldn't happen. You know, I feel like there's a lot of like, I guess, unfair comparisons there. Mm-hmm. I know in all the posts that I've been seeing about this, a lot of, I've seen a lot of like comparisons to like metal culture in terms of like mosh pits and stuff. And I feel like it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Like I, you know, I almost got crushed when I saw fallout boy. I mean, you know, it's like, it's just, just that kind of thing just happens. You know I mean? It's like I said, it's important on uh, the powers that be to make sure they're being responsible. If, you know, when you're in the crowd, it's like, you know, what are you gonna say? Rap fans are more likely to run people over than metal fans. Like, I just, I agree with Matt. I just don't think it's a comparison that you can really make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if somebody yeah. falls over in the pit, you help them up. And like, yeah. like I, I saw August Burns Road in their hometown too, and like that, that happened. I've seen that firsthand happen to people. And yeah, if you get like knocked over, you know, there's people, the other people that are enjoying the same bands as you are gonna help you up. Like, it's not. It's not like an every man for himself kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a standard code of conduct when you go to a concert, and the number one golden rule is drink water. And I stress that every time we're playing is make sure we drink water. I'll even take a minute. We do that water break, you know, like in the commercials, with the Grand mm-hmm. Royal. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> yeah. that's where it starts, though. You shouldn't have people passing out. People should just know themselves to drink water. And it's uh, I feel like a lot of people who aren't, are used to going to these types of events and stuff or like just don't have the proper experience to know hey these things are going to happen there's going to be mosh pitting there's going to be all these things and they're probably going in unaware and like getting taken aback and in this case being trampled mm-hmm. and i can so. say as someone who um I, I i'm probably like the outlier of the group i was never a big concert goer goer like sad summer fest 2019 was i think the first time i went to like a concert event kind of like this oh wow and it's like you know you go in like oh no i'm gonna get like run over by someone today but it was like everyone was so nice it was a great time you know what i mean you just kind of see how that culture is and it's really really cool i gotta say yeah, I've been dropped plenty of times when I'm crowd surfing. I've been in circle pits. Me and my friends started a circle pit, hit each other, dropped. Everyone ran and picked us up, and we started partying. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's more fun when everybody there is having a good time, you know? Mm-hmm. We were just at a local show. Our friends win by two, played at Red Dwarf. They have a couple friends who, like, they go hard when they play local shows, and they start, like, the pit. They open the pit up, and they're, they like, two-stepping. Two yeah, but even still, like they, they were like, sorry. I was like, don't don't apologize, man. You're having, right. you're having a good yeah. time. Like you wouldn't think it if you just walked into the room, but they make it clear too that like they don't want to like hit you or knock you over or anything. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that it should that you know, that's just the way that it is or mm-hmm. should be. Yeah, I also think though too that um, you know, in terms of the event itself, I mean I heard that it was not really a big outside venue, it was kind of like just a like a little tiny outside venue or something like that which is kind of interesting because i mean i went to sad summer yeah. fest this year and it was like not even close to you know <laughs> that <laughs> so i i just think that's kind of weird i actually like your guys's take on it though because you know there's i do agree there's a lot of like bad comparisons to like you know what should get done what should be done blah 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 um, and I mean, it's, it, the, the whole incident is pretty sad, but like usually when you go to an actual show, I mean, of course, 
you know, popcorn shows, emo shows, we all know, you know, the crowd gets too rowdy, you know, they're like, hey, five steps back, you know, that kind of deal. And I'm, I'm just like, it's kind of weird seeing this incident when we've all been to so many shows throughout the years. <laughs> Never yeah, I like mean, that. when when the ambulance was pulling up, they should have they should have unplugged his mic, you know, like they should have cut the power. Like, why didn't what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the blame falls on uh, whoever's responsible for the building at the time. If, if indeed the artist was excavating it, um, then uh, he's responsible as well. Like I said, I don't know for a fact what that was like, but I've only heard rumors. So mm-hmm. I know yeah. it's just rumors at this point, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, you know, like hopefully, you know, things will get better with like as shows go on, even popular shows like that, too. Um, you know, I hope that, you know, things will progress, you know, instead of, you know, looking at the bad and always the good. But um, like Devin said, you want everybody to have a good time. That's the goal. Right. It's all about the good times, brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, before we go, uh, I do want to talk about 2022. Uh, what you guys got planned? You guys got planned a new album, a tour. What does it look like? New music. Well, okay. more new music, more studio time and more shows. I'm just going to keep it simple. <laughs> keep it oh, simple. Yes. All of it. <laughs> All of it, yeah. That's awesome. We, we are really excited to hear more from you guys because the two songs I listen to, and I'm actually like going to listen to some more, um, but um, you guys are awesome. It's The music sounds really good. Um, I'm really looking forward to new music from you guys, and I'll keep an eye out uh, for sure in 2022. Um, before we go, uh, do you guys want to give a shout out and uh, give out your socials and all that. Yeah, sure. Um, well, first off too, shout out to uh, our publicist, Megan Langley for hooking us up and getting us on this show. She's Woo! doing a really good job, but uh, doing okay. a lot of the legwork for us for all of our new releases. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then our socials are on all social media. We can be found at, at all systems go NJ um, primarily Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And then you can find our music anywhere you stream. 